People ask me all the time. Where do you like to eat? What's your favorite food? What's the best thing you've ever eaten? That's why we're here now. Not only to tell you what we love to eat, but where you can go get it. It's the perfect thing to have in between two pieces of bread. It's the greatest thing you could eat. Two pieces of bread could be the perfect vessel for just about anything. It's the best sandwich ever. Oh, my God. It's tart. It's sweet. Is there anything wrong with this picture? <laughs> you know, there's all different things that you can make in between bread, and every region has its specialty. In New York, you've got the great delis with the pastrami and the corned beef. In Philadelphia, they have their cheesesteaks. But you know what? They can have all those sandwiches because in Cleveland, we have the Polish boy. Nothing tops it. Not even your silly Philly cheesesteak. Did I just say silly Philly? Yeah, totally. The Polish boy is a classic Cleveland sandwich. Sausage, hot sauce, coleslaw, fries. I get them all the time in Cleveland, but nothing touches Seti's. What makes the Polish boy Seti's the best is they're getting a, a great piece of sausage to start with, and they throw it in the fryer, which makes it crispy and crunchy on the outside and keeps it juicy in the middle. Then you have a slaw that just has a hint of mayonnaise barely holding it together. Very crunchy slaw with a good amount of vinegar in it. Have a thicker cut fry that's fried till it's extra crunchy. And then to set it all off, it's top hot sauce on the top. You wrap the whole thing up, and you go to work. I think the main reason my Polish boy is standing out is because even though I'm fast, I pay close attention to what I'm doing. That's one Polish boy. And I think it may be bred into Clevelanders from a young age on how to eat a Polish boy correctly. You know, there's a technique. You give it a little wrap with the foil. You gotta stick your butt out just a little bit in case something falls. And then you just hit it and you're done. Juicy, nice acid sourness of the slaw sweetness of the sauce. Five bites max. Just the greatest thing you can eat. If it takes you more than five bites to eat a Polish boy, you're not from Cleveland. It's the perfect thing to have in between two pieces of bread. When it's done well, two pieces of bread can be the perfect vessel for just about anything. I think the best thing that I've ever had between two pieces of bread. The best thing I ever ate? The pork chop banh mi. The classic banh mi sandwich at Little Nicky's. At Nicky's Vietnamese Sandwich Shop in, in New, New York, York City. City. I think, quite honestly, Aaron Sanchez is copying me. This truly is an outstanding sandwich. It's all about the perfect combination of so many textures and flavors. One thing that's really amazing about this sandwich is the fantastic bread. So perfect. It's toasted goodness. Just the way it squishes together, you just can't wait to take another bite. Aaron Sanchez likes the pork chop version. I am a classico all the way. Why mess with something that's perfect already? It's ground pork and pork pate. Pate is the most important thing, but that's what all the flavor coming out. And then you have the, the crunchy vegetables that make the whole thing sing. What's awesome about this place is it's close to my house and coincidentally next door to where I get my haircut. So as my hair grows, so does my desire for this sandwich. It's a sandwich with a French baguette roll. Nice and hot. On top of that is the grilled pork chop. Delicious marinated pork chop. Daddy's recipe. A little bit thick slice of cucumber. I never thought about putting whole leaves of cilantro with the stems that have all that great flavor in them. Slices of jalapeno. It really sort of touches upon all the most amazing aspects of your palate, and it just works. 
It's all about the pork pate. I don't like to mess around with no pate in my sandwich. It sounds a little bit weird. And please educate me on that, because maybe I'm missing something really special here. Maybe if Aaron and I go together. Woo! Uh, I know, and it, look, look, I know it looks good, darling. Absolutely. He could have his pork chop, and I can have my classic, and then we'll have one more classic that they'll split. Thank nice. You. <laughs> I'm right. I'm right. Mine's best. All right, Andy. <laughs> Wait, get it in there. <laughs> mm. The pate has that little gaminess, which is yes. nice. Anne has her take on the sandwich. I have my take on the sandwich. I'm a huge fan of a pork chop, but in this case, at the end of the day, it's a great sandwich. Perfect. Perfect. Love and life. Bummy. <laughs> okay, we've heard about some good sandwiches. Now let me tell you about the best sandwich you could ever eat anywhere. What I know is the best thing between bread is a steak burger at Steak and Shake. It's the best sandwich ever. People often say, how do you get a good burger at a chain? I will tell you, when you say Steak and Shake, we're not having a steak, we're having a steak burger. It means they take actual steak. They take T-bone steak, they take sirloin steak, and they take round steak, and they grind it up to make the best burger patties you have ever had in your entire life. Steak and Shake started in 1934. Growing up in Indianapolis, I remember it when there used to be car hops and the guys with the paper hats, and so it puts me back in that childhood warm and fuzzy feeling. I like that, number one. But number two, all the burgers they serve at Steak and Shake are steak burgers. I mean, they wouldn't do anything less. Why would they? The steak burger is cooked on a hot grill, and we smash them. The steak burger would be caramelized across the top, bringing the flavor out of the meat. The flavor is not to be believed. I mean, you taste steak, but yet you taste burger. But I gotta tell you, you wanna go back to that childhood feeling, vanilla Cokes. Add all natural vanilla syrup. Unbelievable, we'll send you to the moon. They drop off the steak burger with the fries and the vanilla Coke all at one time. Where do you go first? Well, for me, it's always going to the burger first. You get that first bite there. Your mouth explodes when you bite in the first time. Then you wash it down with a little bit of vanilla Coke, then you go right into the fries. Lots of ketchup over there in the corner, dip the fry in. And for whatever reason, whether it's a childhood fantasy that I want to relive over and over again, it's my favorite burger in the country. I'm a fan of turning just about anything into sandwich. I've turned lasagna into a sandwich. It's messy, but it can happen. This is just to say that I love sandwiches. Arguably the best sandwich I've ever had is the number 19 hot pastrami sandwich from Langer's Deli in Los Angeles, California. It is the pinnacle of sandwich perfection. What's more flavorful than beef? Beef that's been cured and smoked and seasoned and steamed. So pastrami is like the most flavorful form of beef you can possibly fathom. Therefore, i.e., ipso facto, pastrami makes the ultimate sandwich filling. I'm sorry, New York, forgive me, but Langer's Deli is the ultimate. What Langer's does that's a little different is they will steam that pastrami for at least four hours. It makes it more tender, and that tenderness is what allows you to slice it thick. We pride ourselves on hand cutting it, which is a lost art. It requires a lot of manual dexterity, and a lot of people are not capable of that today. The meat on the sandwiches is phenomenal, to be sure, but the rye bread is like the unsung hero of the sandwich. They double bake the bread. Our rye bread is baked approximately 80, 85% from the bakery. We finish it in our oven for approximately 30 minutes. It gives it a crunchy crust and a soft, tender center that is very, very moist. 
and the first thing you come in contact with is that crust and then it just shatters. So your teeth are free to sink into the very soft bread and then the Swiss cheese, the Russian dressing, the coleslaw, you feel the pastrami and you just kind of just, the whole thing just melts in your mouth. Sometimes I like a little bit of privacy with my number 19, so let me be alone with the sandwich. I need to be alone with the sandwich, please. It's a, it's a religious experience, to be sure. I just want to talk about a very simple sandwich. Sometimes the simplest things are the best. Bacon and marmalade sandwich at a prune restaurant in Manhattan on first and first. Really good tart and sweet marmalade. Bacon, nice crunchy bread. It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. It's the combination of flavors between the three components. They work very well together. It's balanced. You have to have the balance. It's not too much marmalade, but it's just enough. The bread has the right texture. The bacon is just smoky enough, just crispy enough. When it's that simple, attention to detail is there. All they want to do is make it perfect. Start by toasting pumpernickel bread. The bread itself, it's a nice thickness. The next thing is to butter the toast, edge to edge, corner to corner. And now, this is bitter orange marmalade. It's tart, it's sweet, and it's floral. This is gonna go on one side and act as the cement that holds the bacon into the sandwich. I like bacon. I like pig. I like a lot of pig. This is an applewood smoked bacon. We'll do five strips. Six was too many, but then there might be one for the cook left over, so maybe I will do six. The old saying was, Italians eat everything but the oink. And if they could catch the oink, they would figure out a way to cook that too. The bacon's not too thick, slightly on the crunchy side. It's got a nice body to it, but that marmalade is just really ripe. You want that orange blossom scent to come through your nose, and that's a really important part about it. It's just a great, great simple sandwich. This is so heavy, I'm gonna do my curls first. It's a man's nail. It was awesome. Ask Duff, let's call Duff. Yo, my homie, how off the hook was the number 52 sandwich at Chaps Pit Beef? When I'm talking about the best thing between bread, I'm talking about the cheesesteak. But the problem comes when I'm trying to figure out the best cheesesteak I've ever had because I'm torn between two, Carmen's in Delmar, New Jersey. But then there's another spot, the Yellow Submarine in Maple Shade, New Jersey. If I had to go before the judge, and I had to do 10 years to life where I choose between the Yellow Submarine and Carmen's, get the shackles out because I just can't choose. Can I get three years parole or something? Now, when people think of cheesesteaks, they always think of Philly. You know, you come to Jersey, we like to give you a little bit more variety. When I go to the Yellow Submarine, I get a pepperoni cheesesteak. We start off with sirloin steak, marinated, sliced thin so we can get it nice and chopped when we get it on the grill. We do believe that a chopped up steak is a better steak. When you get a cheesesteak, that's just the start. You get pepperoni, hot peppers, fried onions, anything you want on a cheesesteak, we'll put it on there for you. All you hear is ching, 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 ching. When you hear that sound, you know that you're getting the right sandwich. You don't make the noise, you're not doing it. Something about their cheesesteaks are just rocking people's minds with. And then when you go to Carmen's, it's, it's amazing. We use a skirt steak compared to a lot of places they like ribeye. We just feel the skirt steak is a little juicier, more tender. And they're gonna ching, 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 ching. It's like a melody there. So you get a difference of the music. I like the hip hop on this side, and I like the smooth jazz on that side. When I go to Carmen's, it's a real authentic Italian lunch meat shop. Bro, you know what I saw earlier that caught me? 
at Big Daddy, you know. Cheesesteak, fried onions, hot cherry peppers. And yes, oil. yes. I named it after the master. That's yours. Is that love? <laughs> and I go to Carmen's because they make nice, hearty sandwiches. It's a man's meal. This is so heavy. I'm going to do my curls first. Carmen's had that crusty Italian roll. When I go to the Yellow Submarine, party time, baby. It's just done right. It's a softer roll. It's just like the perfect mouth size for it. I love them both. Well, there's a guy who loves two sandwiches, and here's two gals who love one sandwich. We're talking about the Godmother Sub from Bay City Italian Deli right here in Santa Monica. This sandwich is spectacular. It's so fabulous. They are addictive. We love sandwiches. We love big, messy, powerful sandwiches. This sandwich, the Godmother, is like exactly that. And people are waiting out the door for these sandwiches. The reason I love the Godmother is that you just order the Godmother. They've already figured out how to make the best sandwich. This submarine sandwich starts with really good bread. We make our bread here from scratch. We make between five and 800 loaves of bread a day. And then there are layers of salami, mortadella, capicola, prosciutto, and then some- Bologna, don't forget the bologna. I think you're thinking of mortadella, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I get some mortadella. Damn, I thought it was bologna. Oh, bologna. It's kind of like the Italian version of bologna. They have sliced tomatoes in there, shredded romaine lettuce in there, fine, fine, fresh, fresh onions. Provolone. And then, of course, it has an incredible sauce. And it's everywhere. Most people like extra, so I'll put a little extra. But the best part, of course, is we always get extra pickled peppers. And you can get it small or large. Two godmothers. Small or large? It's don't get don't the small. Get large. Large ring, all the small. Well, no, I actually got the small the other day, and I thought, boy, how did I ever used to eat the large? <laughs> Two small godmothers. They're all taking yeah. care to make sure every bite has every single component. Mm. Mm. That's what makes a great sandwich. Bar none, the best sandwich I've ever had. So you see, folks, you've gotten to see the seven big hits of best things between two pieces of bread. But when it really comes down to one of the best that I've ever had, well, it ended up in Baltimore. And it's a long story. And I'd like you to pull up a blanket and get a hot cocoa and listen to this story about Meat Fest and Chaps Pit Beef. The name says it all, doesn't it? Pit Beef. Sounds exciting. Every time I talk about this, I'm going to start to drool. So I'm in Baltimore. I'm hanging out with my boy Duff from Ace of Cakes. <laughs> And we're talking about going to have pit beef. So I take Duff there. So Duff and I are shooting. This was Duff's recommendation to come down, so we had to bring him. Our restaurant is known for pit beef, which is slow cooked, like a roast beef, but over charcoal. It's not something you're going to find everywhere. It's a Baltimore thing. And they're roasting hunko meat. They're doing ribs, and they're doing beef, and ham, and turkey. And the grill is like King Kong grill. It's humongous. And they have 50-pound bags of charcoal. Gives you that good smoky flavor. Everything is going crazy on this big grill. This guy grabs the hot meat right off the grill, puts it on the slicer, bam, 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 slice out. And you know what? There's something, the key, the kicker? How thin they slice it. They slice it so thin, it only has one side. Thinner is better, because after we slice it, then it'll go back over the charcoals, and we can pick up a little more flavor. And I really thought, wow, this is fantastic. He says, if you think that's good, let me make you the number 52. Corned beef, which I love. Ham, 
come on. And pit beef. That's for one sandwich. Ah, just take a minute. It was so good. So much flavor. It was awesome. Ask Duff. Let's call Duff. No. Yo, my homie, how off the hook was the number 52 sandwich at Chaps Pit Beef? <laughs> it was a festival of meat and muscle. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think you just handled my interview for me. She got it from the Duffinator himself. Every time I've been to Baltimore, I go back to this place. It's killer. I brought the meat fest. I got you Duff on the phone. What else could you even want to talk about?